0: Welcome back to the Word and Skull Avenue. This is part two of our fivefold ministry episode. All right. We had just covered apostles. We've just covered prophets. We've pretty much covered pastors. I mean, Yeah, I think so. I think everybody, if you don't know what a pastor is, you need to go find one. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll tell you what a pastor is. Yeah. Yeah, we, I mean, we kind of. But he better not call himself one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No self no self proclaimed pastors out there. If you don't that's understand your, that, you need to listen yeah, to part, part one. Part one. Yeah, go back to part one, <laughs> then meet us right back here. All right. We're at Evangelist. Okay. Evangelist. I have wrote down here, I just wrote down simple definitions because we are riffing today. We are improv. Because that's the only way you we're doing do things it live. Right here. We're doing it live. <laughs> Okay, evangelists, teaching or preaching with the intent of sharing the gospel. You know, most of the time when you have an evangelist come to your church, it's for a certain reason, to preach a certain word, to reach certain people. I don't think, because pastors are over a congregation, and they're feeding the flock every week. They're giving counsel to people every week. An evangelist is brought in to give a specific word, or to reach certain people, or to reach and share the gospel to certain people. I mean, can a pastor be used evangelistically? Yeah. Of yeah. course. Yeah, But can a pastor be teaching? Yeah, Of course. An evangelist is somebody, and that is their specific role. They were specifically called of God to be reaching the lost. Whether they're out there every single day of the week teaching Bible studies and talking to people on the street, that is what they're specifically called of God for. A pastor is specifically called for a group of people to protect them and lead that flock and give them wisdom, and he should always be evangelistic. And we should all be evangelistic, Yeah, you know. But an evangelist is somebody who's specifically called to preach and share the gospel, to specifically be trying to reach the lost. That's what I think.
1: So, are all missionaries evangelists, but not all evangelists are missionaries?
0: Hmm. Hmm. I mean, to that, I would say... Well, yes, hmm. but then again, we only define a missionary as somebody who leaves the country. But because yeah. are they apostles? Oh, okay. Now seeing. Oh, yeah. But that's yeah. another. That doesn't mean that because look, if you're a missionary and you go to a part of the world where there's never been anybody before, never been anybody preach the gospel before, you it, were sent yeah. by God to
1: go to this region.
2: If you go to the definition of apostle, if you go
0: to the, it
1: sounds like more of a missionary. Yeah, yeah.
2: one who is sent. Here's a verse that is just good. I'm but just going to throw it in here. Though. what's god's definition yeah
3: webster's definition of an apostle because it's the same as a disciple in its book
2: yeah
0: it's it is it's pretty interchangeable i think we've already we've already pretty much well established what our definition of an apostle but evangelist evangelist yeah you can be sent to a region to be an apostle for that region but an apostle is somebody who's going to be over that region and all the workings (laughs) in it because you can be an evangelist that's underneath an apostle. Like we all can yeah. agree, yeah. apostle's yeah. the one on top, right? So I mean, you can be an apostle who's a missionary and do a missionary mm-hmm. work, but then somebody else can come in and also be,
2: yeah, you know, just just, you. Because just because somebody, just because you're sent to office. a
0: certain region, doesn't mean that you're uh, a certain one, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I mean, there's apostles right here, and they weren't, you know.
1: So are we saying missionaries are not evangelists now?
0: I'm saying that a missionary is more of a be. job title. And, you know, I don't but, think there's specific roles. Or evangelist titles. and missionary
1: yeah. has always kind of been an interchangeable yeah. Yeah. word yeah. to me. It's just missionary usually goes mm-hmm. out overseas and mm-hmm. evangelist. I think it's more of our yeah, colloquialism right, right. here in America
0: yeah. Yeah. because at the same time, you know, because they have home missions now, you know, that's mm-hmm. a ministry we have in the UPC and those people are home missionaries. Yeah. And I think we're just, you know, we're using that word and throwing it around because we don't want to throw around evangelists just as we don't want to throw in, you know, but we yeah. have plenty of evangelists. We throw that word around yeah. a lot. Because, I mean, if you're yeah. traveling and like you're, you're really sharing fast, the word of God that coffee is, and doing what
3: it is defined mm-hmm. to be, you're fulfilling the role of an evangelist. Mm-hmm. Because this was something that, I mean, just a few weeks ago, I had a huge debate with myself on making an announcement on this Brother Whitaker. I didn't know what his role was. So I took a gamble and just went with the next best thing that I knew was, he's obviously traveling,
1: <laughs> he's preaching, therefore, he's he will evangelist. be an evangelist. He's a yes. pastor, though, too. He is. Yeah. I didn't know that, though, at the time. Uh-huh. I had no
3: idea. So I just took a gamble yeah. and went with it. That goes with it. You didn't pay attention four men's conference? No, because I did it before the okay. men's conference.
0: Yeah. I mean, because that goes with it, though, because I'm going to bring up teacher right here, too. A teacher is somebody whose specific role, their specific <laughs> calling is made to teach. They're not yeah. a pastor, they're not here to guide a certain group. They're not you know, but their specific role is to teach. Yeah. You know, like Ryan, he's not our pastor, mm-hmm. but he has definitely filled that role as a teacher now. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there yeah. could be multiple yeah. teachers at a church. We have plenty of teachers. Yeah. Like, you know, you could is you know, a, list. a teacher. Yes. He's our, Absolutely. She's our yes. Sunday school teacher. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I'm not trying to diss on Sunday school teachers. I'm just, you said e-school uh-huh. teachers. Especially, <laughs> really
0: especially a teacher. women. No. I tell you what. Oh my gosh, no. no. no.
3: Anyway, to, to, wait, I thought, that's where, you st- were, I thought no. that's where you were going
0: with it. I was like, wow, you think we're just a bunch of hicks that aren't feminist. <laughs> <laughs> I had this conversation yesterday. I am a feminist. Oh my gosh. Hey, where is
3: this going? <laughs> <laughs> So, Do We want a podcast
0: with him anymore. <laughs> Y'all get out of the room. This is my podcast. <laughs> He's the host. Welcome back to the Dexter the Mind show. <laughs> Cue the rock music. Well,
2: I mean, I think it's kind of an old time uh, Pentecostal mindset. It's not what we believe or think, but a lot or a lot of old timers just believe that women have their place and they shouldn't be teaching. So but unbiblical. It's, it's not biblical. It's so unbiblical. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, just like we talked about in part one about Priscilla. 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 Uh, Priscilla.
3: What's her name in uh, Judges? Deborah. Deborah.
2: Deborah. Thank you, Sister Deborah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: There's Staples. a lot of people. I've heard sermons about her, and it was because there was not a man that yeah. would step up and fulfill that role. Yeah. So God called woman. Yeah. Which not saying that today, just because there's no man doing it, there's got you know, yeah, God's yeah. obviously going to call women to do certain jobs, Absolutely. and he's going to call yep. women, and they're going to preach. I just think to all the ladies out there, I think you're wonderful, and I think you should keep preaching. Just when you get up there, don't try and act like a man while you're preaching. Amen. <laughs> That's all I have to say. You're a lady. Let God use you as a lady. You're not a man. And just like all of us are
1: under, just like, underneath someone, yeah. you yeah. have to be underneath someone as well. Yeah. And yeah, the same yeah, thing to
0: all you guys. Submission. Don't get up there and preach like a lady, because that would be really weird. <laughs> <laughs> So I just had to say that to balance it out, just so, yeah. so I'm equal cool opportunities. Let's all just be preachers. Evangelist, <laughs> you're a preacher. You're a preacher. You're a preacher. You're a prophet. You're an apostle. <laughs> anyway. and our church is gonna thrive. Amen. Praise God. So
1: yeah, we've we've
0: covered all of them. Is, I mean, we're still talking about them yeah. a little bit. I mean, okay. Yeah. yeah,
1: we we really we're, we're on teachers. We did. Oh, teachers. finish. I mean, up on we were, I was throwing them both in together because we went on a
0: weird
3: rabbit hole there.
0: I mean, because really together they're both specific callings for people. But at the same time, I think pastors can be used in these roles, as we just saw. Like yeah, you said, with the Brother Mark Whitaker. Morgan is
1: a pastor, and I, he's <laughs> definitely is he more evangelist? of an evangelist. <laughs> and as we said earlier,
0: I mean, he's definitely been used as a prophet. It's mm-hmm. Brother Mark Morgan. And yes.
2: He's a bishop now. Oh, he's, a oh, he's not a pastor now. anymore? Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. That's
0: the six fold ministry. Stan Gleason, as of today, bishop.
3: He's a bishop. Congratulations.
0: Yeah. Congratulations, Justin. That just means you're retired, right? Yeah. yeah. Basically. You're still involved. Yeah, Bishop but, Edwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, Shout that's, that's one Jeff thing I Mort- think we kind of Arnold, talked about, Arnold, but
2: Arnold. yeah, Arnold. just because somebody fulfills one of the fivefold ministry yeah. doesn't mean they can't operate in yes, another. That's what I was
0: getting at. Yeah. Because obviously, like we said, Apostle obviously is probably working in all of them. Right or yeah. has at least been around or has been around them it can be used by them yeah. or has enough you know whereabouts he can
2: see it well and that i mean that kind of goes hand in hand with like the gifts of the spirit because you know some people's using all the gifts of the spirit right. some's using in one some's using in a couple mm-hmm. it's, it's just right whatever god mm-hmm. sees fit for and the and i think for the, the base government
0: you would have apostles right here and then your pastors directly work under your apostles and then each cuz your pastor can have a prophetic word for his right. flock yeah. He might not have a prophetic word. I mean, he could work as a prophet, and that's, you know, he could work as an evangelist for his flock, for his teachings, I'm, teachings, for his people. Yeah. He could be a teacher. I mean, he's going to fulfill all he those He could even roles. fill
2: the uh, evangelist role for a different church. He
0: could fulfill. That's right. Yeah. And so I think, you know, it goes apostle, then you have your pastors, and then each one under that is a specific role, and that is what their specific duty is. Mm-hmm. Like a pastor yeah. and apostle, they're for a certain group and then apostles like a pastor for an even bigger group is how i would see it <laughs> yeah and it's like each they can operate in all those gifts but the ones at the bottom not to say that they're the you know they're just as awesome yeah we they're need them all as cool. we they're just need further, further them down the branch yeah they're further down yep. the branch yep. the tree the root the vine Yeah. Because, like we They're said They're specifically earlier. called, and that's what they specifically do, and that's what yeah. that's what they do. Mm-hmm. I mean,
2: God's got a perfect order, and so there's, like y'all keep saying, government. There's, yes. there's yeah. a Line mission. Chain of command. Gotta be in alignment. Very
0: important. Yeah. Especially in today's world. Yeah. We are not anarchists here in God's church. <laughs> we are in a kingdom mindset. Yes. Not a democracy. Socialist? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're not socialist. No, we're not that socialist. You know, the dictatorship and God's the dictator. Yeah, a king. Well, he's right. the king, and yeah, not a dictator. That sounds better. He's king, king of kings, yeah, he's Lord king. of lords. That sounds much yes. better. The Great Apostle. I redact what I just said. Anyway, go ahead, man. We've covered a lot here today.
3: Uh, where were we? Still
0: oh, on I know teachers ex- and evangelists. I know exactly where we're at. Don't you worry, Darren. Man, that is all the fivefold. Do you guys have anything to add to what we've talked about? I think we've um, covered quite a bit. Thoughts, concerns, prayers.
1: My, my heart's in my heart. The funnest clear.
0: conversation I've had,
1: and it's just, it's kind of just that because it's argumentative in a bit. I mean, yeah. oh, it's semantics is just, arguers. Kind of, yeah, but like just our fear of putting titles on people. Yeah. You know what I mean,
0: I think what that goes back to, because. Like, you know, we don't need to just walk around calling everybody something. I agree Mm -hmm. with you, Darren. I think because I'm not in any position. I'm just, I'm Dexter. I'm just me. Brother Dexter. I'm brother Dexter. Man, he can play the guitar. Not (laughs) really. Boy, he can thump that bass, (laughs) too. I can really mess up that bass. Anyway, but, you know, I'm not walking around because I'm at the bottom rung in the ladder. You know, we got the government
2: here. I'm down here at the bottom. Let me interrupt you. If you're the bottom step of the ladder... If you're not there, it makes it harder for everybody else to go up the ladder. Mm. We have got to use you as the bottom rung.
0: (laughs) That's right. To climb the ladder. That's right. Use me as the bottom rung. God forbid that
1: ladder fall and it gets turned upside down. Then you're the top. Then you're the top.
0: The first will become last. Yes! Yes!
3: This scripture is fulfilled.
0: God. It's not where I was going. (laughs) No, what I'm saying. You're trying to call yourself a teacher, right? No. (laughs) I'm trying to call myself a prophet. Uh, Why stop there? Go to the top, apostle. Uh, What I'm trying to say, though, is because I'm just just a guy. I'm not anybody special. I'm not going to be walking around proclaiming you as a prophet and you as an apostle, you as a pastor. I think... The people at the top of the government, alignment. if anybody is saying anybody is anybody, yep. it needs to be the head honcho. It needs to be in God's government. Yep. Yep. God needs to speak to this guy, and he needs to speak to this guy, and this guy needs to speak to this guy. Yeah, So I agree if you're, with that. In, like, as a pastor, and you're trying to appoint somebody to your role, which I think we should be doing, and I agree and he's saying and he's praying God I need to appoint somebody show me who it is mm-hmm. it needs to go through God's government and God will tell the pastor and then the pastor will appoint somebody yep because you can't I, just walk up in your church and say hey buddy you're our pastor now or you're this so and so because that's out of alignment it's and God will never work out of alignment right he will always work through his government yep. and yep. always work through submission yep. 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 Yep.
1: and that government is
0: the fivefold ministry yep. rests right. upon his shoulders
1: when do you, when you feel a call
3: what's your next step your pastor,
0: yep, absolutely. There now you go. you wait
1: for the pastor comes it. to you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you. Can go either way. It can. Yep.
3: Um, I may have brought this up in the part one, but if I may have hit a little bit on it. Go but, off. But go off. Go ahead. Okay. Um, with the fivefold ministry, you know when we talk edification, that it's not. I'm throwing a name out. You know, it's not like a Joel Osteen, Uh-oh. happy-go-lucky. It's all meant to be mm, yeah. joyful and whatever triumphant. Makes you feel and, good. Yeah, whatever makes you feel good. That's not necessarily edification. Uh-uh. Edification is to
0: build you up. It's pruning.
3: And it's pruning. Cutting. And cutting is, yeah. and that's not necessarily nice.
2: Right, and it's not what you always Correction,
3: want. Correction, if, I mean, you two know, if you ever corrected your child He took and, it
2: joyfully. Yeah.
3: If you <laughs> ever corrected your child, you know it's not <laughs> if you pleasant. love your child, you're not you're not yeah. punishing them. Spare That's the rod not you spoil the child. That's right. yep, There's a difference is. between the prophet uh, what I put the prophet Nathan going to David and that relationship there mm-hmm. that David had was a man of God's heart. Mm-hmm. And he took what the prophet had. He didn't go, oh, I'm going to kill Nathan because he gave me a bad report. He yeah. submitted to the word of God yeah. and made right, well, the best he possibly could. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's
1: where I thought Brother Miles was going to go this past Wednesday, but he went with the bringing the ark in. Anytime I've ever heard that message of right. uh, yeah. Saul disobeying God, juxtaposed to yeah. David, it's always – Hearing Nathan, Nathan say that, right. and
3: both both worked. Yeah, and I, but I thought the same thing. Yeah, I thought that's where he was going. But go. then you compare that to what Brother Mines was talking about today: uh, the priest Eli and his two sons. Yeah, he did not give them the rod at all. Yep, there yeah. was no correction there. Yeah, so he did not. For I mean, he seems to be like he was an all right guy. He definitely helped out. Uh, was it uh, Samuel? Yeah. Samuel, uh, and getting him in the right direction where he needed to go. He loved God, and he loved God, but just like Hezekiah, and I was reading this the other day. You know, Hezekiah was within the will of God as king, but yet he screwed up, mm-hmm. majorly screwed up, because the prophet came to him and told him about the generations to come, that his kingdom is going to fall. But he was okay because it didn't affect him. It was going to affect his children. And if you right after he dies, his son takes the throne. And obviously we have another instance of a repeat of Levi. Even though Hezekiah did all the right things and took uh, uh, the high places down, he did not sow the seeds that he should have into the next generation where his Mm -hmm. son, the next in line, did wickedly. Yeah. In the eyes of God. You said
1: Levi. I think you met Eli.
3: Did I say? Yeah, Eli. I yeah. met Eli. Yeah, he
2: was the maker of genes.
3: But in edification, we do it in love yeah. to correct and right. to build you up.
2: Yep. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to a, uh, Radically Apostolic by Charles...
0: By Charlie.
2: I don't remember his name. I'll have his name in a second. Go ahead. Anyway, uh, I was listening to his book this week and... One of the chapters, he talked about radical... um,
1: Robinette.
2: Yeah, Brother Charles Robinette. Uh, On this particular chapter, it was radical submission. And, you know, with being radically submitted to your pastor, um, you know, it's not always fun, just like you talked about. There's a pruning, there's a cutting. Mm -hmm. But in that, you've got to make sure you keep yourself humble and receive those moments of correction because we're human. You know mm-hmm. we're gonna err, but we need to take those moments when, you know, it hurts a little bit. It's cutting. We can't use that and just reject them. And be like, okay, well, you may be mad, so I'm not mm-hmm. submitting to you because yeah. you're gonna That's get crazy. completely out
1: of. Yeah. What's know, the Bible say that pruning is for? So that the fruit will grow. Exactly. So that that can be pruned and yeah. more can grow and, and, it's and so more sad. can yes. grow. Exactly. To see more people Absolutely. that get so
3: offended that. The ones with potential, the ones that there is so much growth that can come out of them that they get so offended just because of correction that they go away and they don't want to come back because they got their feelings hurt because Mm. they felt that instead of something good coming out of the cutting, that it was something bad.
2: Yep. Well, just just like uh, that, that verse that talks about the pruning, if it doesn't bare fruit. It's getting hewn down. They're gonna cut it down. Mm-hmm. If it does produce fruit, it's gonna be pruned anyway, mm-hmm. so that more fruit can be produced. Mm-hmm. And then when that fruit produces, it's gonna be pruned again, so yep. even yeah. much fruit can come.
1: Yep. I told you about this, and now it's coming up. It works so good. Okay. Um. It, so YouTube just shows random crazy things sometimes. And oh, a couple months, a year or so back, it showed me this guy who was doing a um a bonsai tree. And it's like a forty-five minute video of him just sculpting and taking care of this bonsai tree and just I talking about that.
2: it. He has so many various hobbies. And <laughs> <Yeah. interest. laughs> I, I bought a bonsai tree and tried it, and it
1: died. Why <laughs> out of my house? Just it like was, the sourdough. It was sad. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the interesting thing about these bonsai trees, and and this is like all agricultural. This is mm-hmm. why pruning is so important. He's talking about well, like you want to look for the weak branch. You want to look for the dying leaf because the plant wants to make that live it yeah. wants to put all of its energy Whew. into this mm-hmm. but if you man if being you the apostle, being the one the past pruning and cleansing and taking mm-hmm. care of it if you can prune away that problem then all of that energy just goes wow. out to In the other entire words, body it. Yeah. of the tree so None of that energy is wasted yeah. on something that shouldn't even mm. be there.
2: That's so good. Steph. And I'm
1: not saying that we should cut people out. No. But we need to be able to Exhort. cut out the wrong parts of right. ourselves. Exactly. Right. So that the energy that is going into mm. us, whether it be from our mm. pastor, from yep. our apostle, from our prophet, from our teachers, from our evangelists, whatever, from God, it that energy needs to go out yep. and make better fruit. I mean, they, it, yeah. it
2: all goes back to humanity and flesh. We're gonna you know, we're gonna sin, we're gonna mess up. But when that office of the pastor can step in and say, "Hey, you're out of line here. You need to work on that," mm-hmm. just like you said. Then, if if it, it could be that simple and be mm-hmm. like, "Oh my God, I didn't even realize." Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then you fix it, and he can get back to doing, you know, perfecting the saints, doing the work of the ministry. Wow, I love that. Yeah. And you don't like analogies, but that's that is just
3: perfect. It's <laughs> a
1: biblical analogy. <laughs> Oh, yeah.
3: so there's yeah. a difference but anyway when I write a check
0: <laughs> if I put father the fact that
3: you have these um, uh, hobby quirks
1: Mini that interest. come in
3: different you know
1: like I like trying things but yeah. I'm I like thankful that. for it I like that. because
3: it wouldn't have happened or this conversation wouldn't have happened if you did not have that that was
1: awesome yes
2: Maybe the only reason you got the bonsai tree was to Man. share that inspiration.
1: I know a little bit about bonsai
0: trees. <laughs> Guys, go watch YouTube. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, don't
1: watch
0: YouTube. Scroll yeah. all yeah. day. Matter <laughs> of fact,
3: switch to TikTok. Find your Even bonsai worse. tree. Oh, <laughs>
0: Even worse. I know. All right. now, God forbid, as Paul Now we're say. having a political podcast. Welcome.
1: Yeah. The edification. We talk about this quite a bit, actually, in our men's Bible study. Mm-hmm. What's it mean to love someone? Mm. That's something... That our world right now is so into. Oh, that, man. Ooh, you have to love me and accept me. Um, this is one of the topics I, don't know, I want to bring up. See, brother, my, or, or not brother. My week. Mr. Beast is a pretty oh, popular gosh, YouTuber out there. He does a lot of good stuff. He's, mm-hmm. a, he's a philanthropist. <laughs> he gives money to good causes and stuff. One of his best friends, one of his co-hosts, has just come out as uh, transgender and is transitioning mm-hmm. into a they-them non-binary whatever. Don't care. Um, but like people, non-Christian, like just people who have followed this are like, man, I feel so bad for his kid. Like he has a two year old son. He's divorced his wife. Oh, like he's man. just destroying his family. And he, someone put out, man, I just feel so bad for that two year old. I feel so bad that he's losing out on that father figure again, not attacking him in a Christian, like nothing of that. It yeah. was just like a, he's missing a father and this guy gets on and he's like, well, whatever yes this guy he is a guy <laughs> <laughs> but he gets on and he's just like my son will only know love like I'm not he's not losing anything by me doing this by me being my truest self blah 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 he's blah. missing out on his mm, father yes no, but he's he's getting love he's getting love and mm-hmm. And that's not what love is. Our world is love so is correction. That word. Love exactly. is is mm-hmm. is that cleansing. Is that punishment when you do wrong. Yeah. It is not pure un like blind acceptance. Just
2: like that yeah. verse we brought up a minute ago, the father that spares the rod from his child hates his child. Yep. If you don't correct them and try to steer them in the right direction, you hate them. Yep. So there's times it's not pleasant.
3: And I don't mean to like, go within the vein of the transgenderism, Mm -hmm. but this we're talking about loving people. Yeah. And this, honest to God, broke my heart. I just watched a clip and had to watch the whole whole segment just to see how this conversation went down. It was Dr. Phil, and he had this father and revealing his son that had Mm, become a a quote-unquote woman. Yeah. And... As soon as the father sees yeah. his son, he breaks down. Yeah. And mm, that shows right there a true core love for a son and knowing that he is mm. doing wrong and he yeah. can't do anything in his power to stop it.
2: Lost his son forever. Whew. Yeah, that... Mm.
3: And, it's, and the transgendered guy viewed that as hate... But it's not hate. Yeah, it's that is love. that was a that was love of. You know, the mm-hmm. we live in complicated times. Yeah, and where it's not. Well, like, he's
2: mourning the loss of his son too. Yeah. on top of that.
1: Yeah, but I mean, with this what I'm talking about. It we get that. Well, you can't judge. That's no, what that's the boring. world. The world loves throwing that. at That's Christians. not even biblical. You cannot yeah. judge. Absolutely not biblical. It's judge not lest you be judged. Yeah. yeah.
2: If you judge, you be judged with the and same bout. The, be a the
1: termination for the, the definition, but not termine, The definition of that judge means condemn. Like if you're mm-hmm. willing to condemn someone to hell or condemn someone to heaven, throwing that out. Yeah, that's another controversy. Uh, then you are, you you're you're suffering that same thing. Like we're not the judge. We are not the one who gets to look and say, well, you were righteous, you are unrighteous, you mm-hmm. go to heaven, you go to hell. That's God's. Yeah. But. The Bible does say you can know someone by their fruit. Yep. And um, if your fruit is vile and disgusting and not according to the word of God, a loving Christian can point that out and it not be judgmental and it be in love just because we're not willing to accept your homosexuality, your perverseness, your pornography addiction, your drug addiction, your alcoholism, yeah. whatever your 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 um, your problem is, whatever your problem yeah. is. I mean, there's a bunch of them that the Bible talks about. Uh, I mean, your lying problem. We're not oh, yeah. accepting all sin is equal in God's eye. Right, murder, lie, same thing in God's eye. Not in human's eye, but it is in God's eye. Just, yep. So I mean.
3: Uh what uh, from earlier he's no respecter or persons yeah. it doesn't matter what your status is or what you've done it's all yeah, all c-
0: mm. across the board it's so, so sad the world we live in yeah it's, it, it's just because these people the reason the world is so perverted yeah what love is like since we're talking about it cause it's just these people they think they're not being loved and they think they're not being accepted unless they become their true quote unquote self so, yeah. unless they be, do these certain things that the mm. world wants them to but at the same time, it's like Jesus died for them, yep. even though they're doing all of this. yep. And it just, it, it breaks my heart because it's just these people are sinning and they're being lied to and they think it's right. And they're yeah. falling and it's just because they're lost. Yep. They're looking for something that's right here. Yeah. Yep. We're well, wow. well, just lo- looking for this and it's right here. And they just, but the world, everybody around them tells them this is not true. And it's, and it's a lie of Satan yep. in the flesh because this is what they need. Mm-hmm. And this is the only love that they ever needed. And that they never had to change themselves. They never had to change their personality. And that's the world just wants to change them. Yeah. It doesn't want the... Jesus loved them when they were already the person they were. Yeah. But the world will only love them once they change and become what the world wants them to. Right. Yeah. They will only love them once they start drinking. They're only going to love them mm. once they change their gender. They're only going to love mm. them once they start doing X, Y, and Z. And that's yeah. not But love. Jesus already... That's not love. Mm-mm. Jesus loves you for who you are. Right. It's not love if they want you to change... To make them love you, that's just control and a lie. And
1: what's crazy is, and you get into this, you're going to change, not Mm -hmm. because you ever really plan on it, but if you truly love God and He's working through you, you're gonna suddenly you're gonna want to become more like Him. And that's the power of God.
3: And it's very good that we're in this conversation, and this we're in the part two of the fivefold ministry, Um, and to something that you had brought up. With what I do for work, you know, I have. The, or I'll let those guys listen to music, and which I rarely listen to the radio anyway, other than when I'm at work. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually hearing the words that are coming out of pop culture today. Oh yeah, and I'm hearing these phrases in all these songs even when I was growing up, that they play every now and again. I'm like, I don't remember hearing this before. But it's like uh, Kesha. And one of her songs, she brings up, I got uh, Jesus on my neck. And like everything that you're singing about just makes that all good. You know? <laughs> uh, and then you got Lizzo and what's her name? Uh, Doja Cat or whatever yeah, she calls it. Yeah, language Well, anyway, so there's a phrase in this new song that came out that only Jesus can judge me. That you can't. You have no authority. I'm just like that. That's baloney. It's not we baloney. we are feeding generations false narratives, yeah. false doctrine, yeah. and where we talked about at the very beginning of this uh, uh, podcast in episode one or two, some one of those, and where we have a generation that those that quote unquote view themselves as faithful. Or believe in God, Mm -hmm. they take one verse and call it good. And they don't get the context and they don't get the information behind that verse. And they call Mm -hmm. it good to where only Jesus can judge me.
2: Well, that verse that Paul's talking about you know, being living a sinful lifestyle, this and that. He said, God forbid that you would stay that way when Mm -hmm. you come to Jesus. That is not God's will for you to say, oh, Jesus, I believe in you. I'm saved. I'm going to go be the same man. No. No. No, God wants you to change. And like Seth or I think, yeah, Seth said, to conform and be more like Jesus we're created in his image. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, he wants us to act like him as much as possible.
0: Jesus loves you even more when you do things that are good for you. The world loves you even more when you do things that are horribly, horribly wrong for you. Mm. Jesus loves you even when you're doing the horribly, horribly wrong things, but the world will only love you if you're doing, if you're doing that thing to
1: tie it all back in, in a rough way that
0: no one (laughs) likes talking about
1: though. Going back to the role of the pastor, there's a place in Romans, I believe it's Romans, where it's talking about people who maybe it's Corinthians, I don't remember. It's the epistles. It's one One of of those. But like, if someone is living in sin in your church Mm. and not willing to to change, not willing, not trying to change, you gotta kick them out. Yeah. Not the people. The pastor—that's that goes into the pastor's role in the fivefold ministry, because it's better for them to be out in the world and experience the horrible things. Think yep. of the, uh, yeah, think of the the prodigal—is it Corinthians? Yeah. Think of the prodigal son. I mean, it's going through these hard times and being away from God's light and God's love and stuff that suddenly you make a life-changing yeah. realization. Oh, well, well, I've got. And to first be back and second there. Timothy, he calls them out. <clears throat> yeah, by, uh, one of them was Alexander the
3: coppersmith, and he's remorseful that they weren't able to see things the right way. Mm -hmm. But they had become such an issue within the church,
1: they had to be excommunicated because they were causing discord. And you excommunicate them, it says, for their own good. Yes. Also for the good of your congregation. Like You can't be letting people think that... Well, we love them, so we're just going to let them do whatever they want. That's no. giving. That's giving your children. That's giving your 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 uh, weaker believers, your weaker faiths. Well, I can do that too, and that's not not good. But also, you're letting them think, "Well, I'm I'm living righteously. I, I can mm-hmm. I'm I'm this way, and that's acceptable." But it's a pastor's job, a hard job, yeah, to protect his flock and yep. protect that individual.
2: Yeah, where's and the verse that talks about being? cold, warm, and lukewarm. Oh, yeah. lukewarm? Hold on. He's saying it's better for you to be completely out of yeah. church I would than to rather be halfway wishy I'd rather you be hot
1: or cold yeah. because yeah. you're lukewarm.
2: Because I'm those lukewarm sure. ones. But just yeah. like you're saying, because it yeah. gives you the opportunity. Those lukewarm ones are
0: giving an example to the – it's like we talked about today. Was it your dad? It was your dad, yeah. I was going to say it was Brother Sanders. And during the baby dedication – what part are you talking about? When he was talking about be an example, being an example, oh, yeah. be an example. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I've heard that at baby dedications before, too. And it's so, it's just so important. If you aren't living for anybody else, mm. and if you are wanting to do wrong, get out. Get away. Because those kids are watching. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I sound like my dad right now. I feel I'm like I feel like it. But anyway, you know, it just don't get
1: out and get away. Feel that uh, God, conviction. Feel that conviction. Yeah. You know, change. No, but you know yeah. what I mean though. I'm
0: just like because yeah. if you're gonna do wrong, you get away from it. Because yeah. those kids, they are watching. Yep.
3: Revelations three sixteen.
2: You gonna read it to us? Oh. I probably quoted it. It was pretty much quoted. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I guess I had the word hidden in my heart. There you
3: uh,
0: go. Now hey, you won't sin against
3: God. But now you know it's Revelation three sixteen. There we
2: go. Yeah. So here's a, I guess a perfect example of, um, I'm not going to say who, but somebody I know, and I hope this, you know, doesn't offend them if they listen to this. You know, that's our offended. famous words that we always say, but somebody I know and love dearly, um, they had a situation come up uh, a few years ago where they got hurt by somebody in church and they got out of church, you know, and that's, mm-hmm. that, I, I'm not sure what the situation was. I'm, you know, I'm not even gonna get into that. But something happened, and they got out of church. And so they were out of church for a couple years or so. And they just recently got back in church. And I was talking to to one of them. And I was like, "It's I'm so glad that y'all are back in church." You know, it's just, it's just such a relief. And he told me, he said, "Man, you don't realize until you get out of church the peace that you have." No. When you're living for God, mm-hmm. you don't, you just don't understand the settledness in your spirit that you have it all the time because you just take it for granted because yep. you you know you live for God you go to church and you take all these blessings of God for granted but when you get out of church that peace is gone mm-hmm. and you have all these these emotions and feelings just attacking you all mm-hmm. the time but that is what that verse is talking about mm-hmm. it's better to be uh, cold than lukewarm get out and then maybe you'll realize the world's not what I wanted and you'll come back and you'll realize, oh, there's that peace and, of God that I was missing. Yep. And then you're on fire for mm-hmm. God. Man.
1: Ain't God good.
2: He he is. Is. Hey
0: man Praise God.
1: He is. Praise God. We just watched, man, that song that second that new song that y'all did today? with the awesome guitar solo That's not awesome. <laughs> that it sounded good not, from out where we were sitting, uh, I promise. Well,
0: it didn't sound good. okay. But
1: man, just I'll just accept God that. God deserves the glory. Yes. We the yes, youth last yes. night watched uh, The Passion of the Christ here at the church. And it messed some of those kids up. <laughs> they oh were, yeah. We well, said it was the <laughs> That Gibson was version. really graphic yeah. and the I was Gibson like it's yeah, yeah, supposed it was, to be. Yeah. But I mean that was that's what I'd hope for, you know? Like, yeah. We did that. Just as much us today was responsible for Jesus uh, going through those what thirty yeah, nine stripes. Yeah, because they couldn't days. do forty, or they would have had to let him go.
0: Yeah, they had to do thirty nine. Most did people didn't us. even live. Did most people didn't even live past that many. Yeah. I th- yeah. I
1: thought the point of it was people usually died at forty. Well, if you,
0: know yeah, if you took forty, they had to let you go because okay. most people would die at that That's point. Mm. Yeah, this. That's mean, why they only gave him thirty nine, so they couldn't let him go.
3: So this is since it's been brought up, this is this is something cool that I found. Tell us. So Brother Darren. Jesus lived in the flesh 33 years mm-hmm. upon his crucifixion. And this was just something I was looking up just to see what it was, because I was curious. And the average lifespan of that time of human life on earth was 33 years. Whoa. Was That's 33. crazy. And that makes, that put this thought in my head is he literally went through an entire life to see how it felt Yeah, to live that life and had to go through the sicknesses, ailments, pain, loss of life, uh, sufferings through humanity because he was a Nazarene, so he saw all the worst, the worst, and the disgusting things out on the streets and what people were going through. He lived it all. Yeah. He lived an entire lifespan, only to be put on a cross and go through what he went through. I mean, it was it brought more of an impact wow. on yeah. that little statistic there mm-hmm. that the average lifespan of a human at that time
2: was 33. It's crazy. He did that for us. Thanks mm-hmm. God. Well, Dexter, anything Man. else?
0: I ain't got anything. If y'all don't. That's a two-weeker now. Yeah. yeah. Man, that was so good. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate every time you tune in. Yes. Please share it. If you know somebody that needs to hear this, just please share it. We just want to get the word out there. It's not about us. We just want people to know about the truth. But we thank you for listening. We appreciate all you've done. And we're going to see you next time on School Avenue.